Hello, I'm Kate Freeman, and this is The Daily Dollop. On this episode of The Daily Dollop, I'm diving into the alkaline diet, what it is, what it claims to do, and what the science says about choosing alkaline foods. Welcome back to the show. I hope you're having an amazing day. I'm super excited to get chatting about the alkaline diet today. And a special shout out to our nutrition intern, Neve from the University of Canberra. She's been doing a winter internship with the Healthy Eating Clinic for the past eight weeks. And her project has been researching and putting together a number of Uh, resources and written pieces that explain the alkaline diet. And so the goal of my nutrition internships here at the clinic are all about teaching nutrition students how to critically analyze claims made in the social media. And you would have heard back on my episode with Natasha that of the influences with cult followings on social media, so millions of people following them, Of the nutrition information that they share online to their followers, 90% of it is incorrect. Like what the heck is? And so my one of my passions is to really equip future nutritionists that are coming out into the world to practice nutrition and teach them how to critically analyze claims, actually look at the science. Um, without bias themselves to, to not just cherry pick the research, but to look at the breadth of the research and then make a decision for themselves and then also communicate what they've found from their readings to help other people make a good decision for themselves as well. And so Neve has been looking at the alkaline diet. And so I'm using her research and her summaries for today's podcast episode. So thank you, Neve. Now, fun fact about me is that you already know that I'm a qualified nutrition professional. And as such, I'm actually absolutely the trusted source for answering the question of, is the alkaline diet actually a thing? However, I was at this party a few years ago and, there, you know, at parties, there's heaps of people there that you don't know from, you know, other circles of friends, of your friends. So I was chatting to this lady who was a good, probably 15, 20 years my senior and she seemed friendly enough except when she then found out that I was a nutritionist because my mum told her. Sometimes I don't like telling people that I am a nutritionist, but that's another story. Anyway, she was like, oh, yeah, what do you think about the alkaline diet? And I said very, very kindly but directly um, that foods couldn't change the pH state of the body um, and that it wasn't a thing. And she absolutely ripped my head off, told me I clearly didn't study enough, which then I replied telling her that I did have a master's degree in nutrition and she was, well, you're not a very good nutritionist then, are you? And firstly, I'm shocked that (laughs) people are just so mean for starters. Like there'd be no way I would tell someone that. I think that people who are older, like that much older than you, they just think that they can say whatever they want to. Anyway, I have some opinions about that. But anyway, 
shocked at how mean people are for the first part. But secondly, shocked also just at how zealous people are at defending their nutritional views. And I think this is half the problem with all the woo out there is that the science and fact and truth gets difficult to communicate and sort of lost in this blur of emotions, belief and bias and... Yeah, and then when they are sort of confronted with a different opinion to theirs, they're not interested in having a discussion and and looking at research and discussing the science and what we know and what we don't know. They're just full like, well, you're just not very good then, you know? And anyway, there you go. So with that being said, I am a qualified nutrition professional that does understand basic biochemistry and physiology, and I would like to take you through the key findings that Neve found on the alkaline diet. Is it wellness woo or is it something that we should be focusing on? Well, it does sound pretty impressive because it makes claims, you know, like it can help you lose weight, improve your health, prevent disease, particularly things like cancer and osteoporosis, which sounds pretty impressive. And, you know, if you're being faced with the challenge of cancer or that's a diagnosis that you're facing, it can be pretty tempting to start to think about, what you could do. And then of course, if you Google the alkaline diet or listen to someone, you know, bang on about the benefits, it can be pretty tempting to sort of think that this might be an option for you to help you with your health. The other problem is, is that it's, it's mustered up quite a cult following. And so we have this very religious, uh, commitment to the diet with, um, you know, cult, celebrities like Victoria Beckham, Jennifer Aniston promoting the alkaline way um, and things like that. So firstly, let's look at what is the actual, what is the alkaline diet? Like what, what are they trying to push? And so the alkaline diet is based on the idea that we can alter the body's pH levels through our diet. And the theory behind it comes from the acid ash hypothesis. And it's basically that foods have metabolic waste or ash which can either be alkaline, neutral or acidic. And it's just believed that the acidic waste can be detrimental to health. Now, this is pretty bad science just from the beginning because one, I've studied quite intensely human biochemistry and we never covered metabolic waste or ash. And that's because it's not a thing. We looked at the breakdown of macronutrients. We looked at how micronutrients are used within metabolism and just know that the the body is extraordinarily complex and food is a complex mixture of thousands of different chemicals that then enter the body and enter a metabolic pathway, which is thousands of things. And so to simplify it down to like metabolic ash is just very, very silly and and showing ignorance with what actually happens within the body. The second thing you might be thinking is, well, what the heck is pH? And so pH stands for the potential of hydrogens and it's basically measuring the acidity or the alkalinity of something. And so it's a hydrogen concentration and hydrogen is an element Um, it's actually the smallest element on the periodic table and it is highly chemically active in that when a hydrogen's all on its own, it is, it's keen to party and mingle and form bonds. And so essentially the pH scale ranges from zero to 14, the pH of seven is neutral and then below seven it's acidic and above seven it's alkaline. So the thing is when it comes to your body, the pH level of your body 
differs depending on where in the body there is and there's different boundaries that sort of help different parts of your body have a different level of acidity and that the body tightly regulates this level. So your stomach has an acidic environment of 1.35 to 3.5 pH. This aids with digestion. Our skin is also acidic with a pH of four to six and a half. And this provides sort of an acid mantle layer as a protective barrier. So our skin is part of our immune system. And our blood is actually slightly alkaline with a pH of 7.35 to 7.45. So only just. So most cells in our bodies operate within this very, very tight window of pH scale. And our kidneys and our lungs that obviously filter out waste, from either breathing or weeing is how the body keeps pH tightly, tightly regulated. So when you eat something, but also like breathe in air and break down chemicals in your body through metabolism, the the waste products of that isn't acid, ash or waste. It's just the byproduct of chemicals because chemicals don't disappear When you form a chemical equation, the same amount of atoms on one side of the equation is the same on the other. They just have a different format. And now we have carbon dioxide that we want to breathe out or uric acid that we want to wee out, just to name a few. So the thing is, you can't actually change the pH of those areas in your body, particularly your blood and inside your cells, nor do you actually want to because you would die. Like seriously, it would be life-threatening. So that's the pH. So according to the alkaline diet, experts or people who push it is that the alkaline foods that you should eat are fruit, vegetables, potatoes, soy food, legumes, seeds and nuts. The neutral foods which you should limit are just natural fats. And then the acidic foods to avoid are meat, poultry, fish, cheese, milk, yogurt, eggs, grains, alcohol, lentils, peanuts and walnuts. So super random foods there. So as you can see right there, we've got a list of foods to eat and a list of foods not to eat. So mm, that's pinging my woo radar. But they're making a couple of claims. A couple of the most common claims made is that it aids with weight loss, prevents osteoporosis, improves lower back pain and prevents cancer. So if you've seen these claims online, um, I'd like to just address a couple of them. So weight loss. Well, it's no surprise that anyone on the diet loses weight because it's cutting out a pretty huge amount of foods. And in particular, it's encouraging the consumption of fruits and vegetables, restricting alcohol and ultra processed foods. So of course, if you dramatically reduce your energy intake through cutting out major food groups or limiting your intake of alcohol and ultra processed foods, you're going to easily create the energy deficit required to help you lose weight. That's pretty simple. So this, it's not the special alkaline diet that's helping with weight loss. It's purely because the restrictive nature of the diet is making it easy to create an energy deficit. And although, you know, eating fruits and vegetables and nuts and seeds is a great thing, eliminating and avoiding groups such as grains and some animal proteins and dairies isn't necessary. And in fact, they contain essential vitamins and minerals needed for healthy digestion and the maintenance of bones and muscles. With the claim of preventing osteoporosis, essentially the theory goes that the alkaline diet helps the calcium like stay in the bones, whereas an acidic diet leaches the calcium out of the bones. However, when we looked at the science, the evidence to support this theory was really mixed and unreliable, so poor studies with differing conclusions. 
However, on the flip side, there are large and a few clinical trials that have actually found no evidence to suggest that the alkaline diet can prevent osteoporosis. So that claim debunked. Claim of lower back pain, there is one study in 2001 that provided small amount of evidence to suggest that the supplementation of a lactose-based alkaline multimineral helped to alleviate symptoms of lower back pain in a small cohort study. A cohort study being an observational study, so it's sort of grade C evidence, so no, not causal, um, but it's basically, it's a, it's a supplement as opposed to the alkaline diet. So again, really no evidence to suggest that the alkaline diet can improve back pain. When it comes to cancer, there are a number of epidemiological studies. So they're population studies that show that diet can influence cancer risk. Um, and I've talked about them. Eating your serves of vegetables decreases your risk of, of death and disease, of heart disease and cancers by up to 20%. So there's lots of really good evidence to show that dietary patterns can reduce disease risk, in particular cancer risk. There are studies that look at cells in um, vitro, which I believe is the right term for it being in a test tube, that show that cancer cells proliferate, so grow in an acidic environment and die in an alkaline environment. Hence the claim that an alkaline diet can help cure or treat cancer. However, there are no studies performed on humans or even animal specimens like in the actual body. And so, you know, just because a cell does something in a test tube doesn't actually mean that that's what the cell will do in the actual body. So the evidence there is really weak. However, like I said, there's there's evidence to suggest that eating things like fruit and vegetables, like the alkaline diet suggests, does help reduce cancer risk. So it's actually thinking about, hmm, what is the different dietary patterns that are promoting health as opposed to making up some wanky reason why your diet is good? So to summarize, is, is the alkaline diet actually a thing? Well, no, it's not really. Our body tightly regulates pH in our blood and other organs with the exception of urine and saliva. And that's how it's actually buffering the body. So of course, urine is changing. It's based on you know, what the body's having to excrete at the time. But that's not an indication of whether your body's healthy or not for the most part. If the food we ate had the ability to influence the pH in our blood, it would be life-threatening. And currently there is no research showing that our blood pH can be altered beyond the normal range through our diet. There is research that suggests that adopting dietary habits similar to but not identical to that of the alkaline diet such as increasing the consumption of fruits and vegetables, limiting ultra-processed foods and consuming a moderate amount of animal protein can be beneficial for our health. But this is because of the nutrient and antioxidant composition of these foods, not because they're alkaline. And so we have to look at foods more broadly than that rather than sort of make up our own little science about why these things are good. So the alkaline diet is restrictive um, and it's actually restricting particular food groups that you don't need to cut out, particular grains, um, dairy, animal proteins and seafoods can all be included within a healthy balanced diet and in fact I think can contribute significantly to the nutrition. But of course at the end of the day, building our diet first out of fruits and veggies and our whole minimally processed foods is actually going to be much more beneficial. So keep focusing on what I've been teaching you to do. You cannot stress about having to do the alkaline 
diet at all, there is no need to get that crazy. Well, have a great day, team, and we'll catch you in the next episode. After years of being bombarded with diet culture, I so understand that the world of healthy eating is super, super hard. My healthy eating program helps people who are struggling with their eating habits to lose weight, feel good about themselves and eat well for the rest of their life. I do this by teaching one nutrition principle at a time and showing you how to establish this knowledge as a habit in your everyday life. This is unlike any other program on the market today that simply gives you a meal plan, a list of good and bad foods or expects you to change everything all at once. Life's too short to live with food stress. To become a habit builder and not a crash dieter, join my program today at healthyeatinghub.com.au. Thank you so much for checking out The Daily Dollop. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe so that we can spread the podcast far and wide and so you don't miss an episode.